0: Hello and welcome back to the latest Think Business podcast powered by Bank of Ireland. Ahead of the Fine-Tuning Irish Dairy Conference in June, Bank of Ireland's Head of Agriculture Sector, Owen Lowry, talks about the challenges the Irish dairy industry faces as it rests with sustainability and climate action while remaining viable and innovative. Owen, oh, you're very welcome. Um, you're going to be speaking soon at the Fine Tuning Irish Dairy Conference 2023 and on the panel you're on it's about the the right cow for the future. Well, I, I, I personally don't um, know what that opening panel will be like. It sounds very interesting but certainly... Um, it's it's it goes out saying that our dairy and beef industry is you know one of our premier export sectors and you know our reputation worldwide is 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 preeminent. Uh, and I suppose you know what we could talk about today is is really what the future holds for the Irish dairy industry. How would you sum up the health of the industry at the moment?
1: Um, well, first of all, uh, great to be back, John, to to discuss all things agri with you again. I suppose the health of the industry, and particularly if we're going to talk about and focus on the dairy industry today, the dairy industry has had a a phenomenal uh, year in 2022, Mm -hmm. on the back of a a strong year in 2021. Um, You know, dairy farmers in the main are uh, in a good place. They're coming into this year. They've come into this year in a very strong position financially uh, uh, with strong profits and, and cash balances. Um, But I suppose they are a little bit concerned and worried about the future. And there's a number of challenges. There's the immediate challenge maybe of high costs still in the system from that high inflation that we saw last year coming through. Mm. Um, They're concerned about uh, and particularly concerned about uh, significant fall off in the price in the last number of months since the start of the year. You know, we've seen milk price come back off maybe 18, 20 cents at this stage. Um, and they're also concerned, I think, about the whole environmental challenge coming down the line at them. Um, you know, every every meeting or farm walk they're at now, it's nearly top of the agenda. Um, so I think in summary, you know, they... They're in a good position, but there's definitely challenges in the road ahead.
0: You 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 spoke movingly recently on a on a, on a on a podcast we did on on sustainability in the farming sector, and you know you pointed out quite rightly that there's nobody more aware of their environment. And farmers themselves and the importance of preserving that environment. Um, do, do you think uh, you know farmers have a relevant voice or appropriate voice at the table to to ensure that you know not only you know they are well aware of what they have to do, but that you know that the expectations are are managed accordingly. As you know, uh, or as you mentioned, they have their own pressures uh, in in terms of costs and business. But um, you know, sometimes you know meeting some of the targets and deadlines you know are they are they realistic
1: yeah look the, the targets are, are set in stone you know we are legally obliged to abide by them and reach them by 2030 and it's not going to be easy but I think um, in the past 12 months you know farmers have since they have been announced farmers have really bought into the idea and the farm organisations and the industry um, are there working with solutions backed by I suppose science that are going to enable that transition so I think the sector knows what it needs to do. It's now about educating and bringing each and every farmer on that journey. And I think that's the responsibility, not only of farmers, but of industry stakeholders like ourselves to ensure that farmers um, are able to react and adapt their farms to make them fit for the future. Um, I was just looking at some figures, uh, you know, before we came on this call, just around the evolution of Irish dairy. You know, let's not forget for, where we've come from. You know, back in 1984, you know, we were in a period of significant growth, you know, just before um, that. And then quotas were came in across Europe, which effectively stagnated the dairy industry for, for close on 30 years. And it wasn't until 20, 2015 when quotas were lifted um, that we saw some, some real vibrancy and efficiencies and productivities coming into the dairy sector. And we've seen, I suppose, that tremendous growth um, of the dairy sector over the last number of years, where we've seen about 60% growth in milk output. Mm. But that's come from, you know, 25% extra cows. So we've seen a huge increase in productivity on farm. And I think sometimes we get we forget or we maybe it's not front of mind um, how capable and able farmers are to adapt to changes and react to policy. So mm-hmm. when quotas were lifted, farmers responded, but they didn't do so by just going out and every and, and adding, you know, sixty uh, percent more cows. They did so on a limited number of cows, but still maintained and increased productivity across all those cows.
0: Very good, and, and and I mean that seems to be it. Like the the the, the adaptability of the sector is it goes as saying. Irish beef and Irish dairy, you know, they carry a hallmark as well. What are the business trends that, that, that um, you know, practitioners in, in, the, in the, da- the beef and dairy sector needs to to be mindful now in the, in the coming years? What are the opportunities that they need to grasp?
1: Yeah, um, look, I think it, it, what we're going to see is we're probably going to see continued productivity gains being made on farm for the simple reason that we have to. Um, the big challenges facing them probably is that there's, they're going to have to do that to, 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 to milk cows and, and, and operate farms in a more, much more environmentally friendly way, which means the ability to maybe um, use as much chemical fertiliser is not going to be there. Um, they need to be conscious of the type of um, grass wards that they have in place. Um, and they maybe need to look at the future uh, or the cow for the future? Is the cow that they have today the one that is required given these challenges that are coming down the road? Um, is that the right cow for for the future? And I suppose that's the question we need to understand. And I suppose um, us as a bank, we're doing a lot of work in this area trying to understand what that dairy farm of the future looks like mm-hmm. because it, it's probably not going to uh, look the way it did um, as one 10 years ago. And it's a really complex um, area, I suppose there's a lot of change happening, you know, demographic of farmers, farmers are getting older, succession is important. We do need young farmers coming in. We do need vibrancy and um, generation renewal. So we're conscious that while we do have these environmental challenges and we need to reduce emissions, we also need generation renewal. So mm. um, it's about getting the balance right.
0: Because that's the thing, I mean, we've a growing population and, you know, the world has a growing population and, you know, dairy products uh, need to be produced. Uh, If you look at the history of farming in Ireland, you know, the last hundred years, you've seen significant changes from the point of view of, uh, I, I particularly think of automation of farms you know milking parlours becoming more robotic <laughs> in my, my my limited understanding of things but the the reality is that uh, farmers have had to move with trends and you know uh banks like bank of ireland have always had to be there to support you know whether it's investing in this new equipment or as you mentioned a new type of cow what, what are the things they'll need to invest in if they're going to um embrace this new future and you know if they're thinking about investment over the next couple of years what are the or expansion. What are the areas they're thinking about?
1: Yeah, exactly. So I think we're, we're going to continue to see um, dairy farms continue to, the average size dairy farm to continue to rise. You know, we only have to look back a number of years. You know, the average sized dairy farm today is um, around 100 cows. If we look, you know, when quotas were coming off, that was in around that 60 cow level. So farms have doubled in size. Uh, we have less farmers as well. Mm-hmm. Um and that's going to continue. So you need, in that kind of environment, you need um, more mechanisation, you need more technology. And I think we are moving into a, a, an era of greater technology. All you have to do, look at um, the, you know, the, the, the way the machinery industry is changing and the tractors, um, you know, there was a time where bigger tractors and bigger tractors, that was the way forward, um, particularly on, on tillage farms. Uh, and particularly maybe in other regions of the world. But now there's, I suppose, that trend that maybe the tractor of the future is a smaller tractor. It's a driverless tractor. It's Mm. tractors that can operate in a field on their own using satellite-guided technology um, and they can work day and night. So they don't need to be as big. If they're not as big, they're not um, as compactful or not compacting the soil as much, not damaging the soil as much. Um, So a lighter footprint Um, driven by technology, um, and that's a really exciting place for where farming could go in the future. And it's a similar way on the dairy farms. Um, We may see a greater adoption of robotic farms or parlours and robotic, and it may be different to the robots that we consider today. It may be um, semi-automated. It may have light-touch labour. We just, I suppose, that's the exciting bit of where technology goes. But technology will, will... will inform and it will adapt farms as well. So if the technology is available, farmers will take it on.
0: And we haven't even mentioned AI (laughs) where that comes into it. Um, Owen, thanks very much for your time. Can you tell us a bit about the conference you're going to be at uh, in June?
1: Yeah, so the conference, um, it's entitled, um, as we said, Fine-Tuning Irish dairy. It's in the Radisson Blue Hotel down in the Little Island of Cork on the 8th of June. It kicks off at nine o'clock. It's got a full range of speakers on the dairy industry. I think it's going to be very exciting. Um, and I'm really looking forward to taking part in it.
0: Well, thanks very much, Joe. That was fantastic. Thank you. Thanks, John.